Are you weighed down by the burdens of life? Do you find yourself encouraged by the word of God on Sunday, but lose momentum shortly thereafter? Well, welcome to Sunday Soul Service, an hour designed to strengthen, encourage, and motivate you to keep pushing along the journey we call life. This is Dr. Renee Sunday, the platform builder, encouraging you to believe, trust, and walk it out. Hello, hello, everybody. I'm so excited. You got to do that. You got to believe. You got to trust. And you got to walk that thing out, okay? (laughs) I am Minister Dr. Renee Sunday. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Sunday Soul Service. You know, we do this every Tuesday when we come together to share God's word, to share the good news. You know, we go to church on Sunday. We go to Bible study during the week. We even have midweek service. But the thing is, we need to renew our, what it say? Renew our mind. And we need to meditate on the word, it says daily, right? That's what the Bible says. You know, because we go through so many things. Yes, all of us. All of us have things that we're thinking about. We have things that we need to actually do better in. But you know what? We have to go to God first. So what is that? Seeking first the kingdom of God, right? But then we also need to be around people that we can encourage and motivate and motivate and then what is that? Edify the body. Amen. So we're gonna go in prayer. Then I'm gonna introduce our amazing, amazing. Ooh, I'm just so excited, so excited. But we actually have the amazing minister Martin Luther King with us. And just fitting. <laughs> just fitting for him to be here. Okay? But anyway, let's Go in prayer, and then he probably, he, he may pray as well, uh, but we're going to just be led by the Holy Spirit. Amen? Our Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. We just thank you, Lord, for being God and being God all by yourself. Lord, we just thank you for the people that's listening live and the people that actually going to listen to the archive, Lord. Lord, there's no distance with the Spirit, Lord. If we're here in the States or we're international, you're the same God. And we thank you for that, Lord. We just thank you that you know us better, guess what, than we know ourselves. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your messengers that actually, get, you know, they actually spend time with you, that they actually can share the word with us, that we just not hear the word, but we apply it to our life. And we just give you all the honor and the glory, Lord. We just thank you for our speaker this evening, Minister King. We pray for him. Lord, and the desires of his heart is already met in the name of Jesus. And we just pray for his family, Lord. We just thank you that he's a willing servant to just share the word that people can come to you, Lord. And we give you all the honor and we give you all the praise. These are the blessing, our son, Jesus' name. Amen. Woo! Amen. Amen. I'm going to behave because, you know, I get loose real quick. But we were, Amen. <laughs> we're actually going <laughs> to. Minister King, you know I get loose real quick. We're going to let Minister King come right on in. You know he's with us every month, and we're just so honored that he's here. And he actually is ready to actually teach us what God has put on his heart. We also, you know, he's he's a willing vessel. You know, I mean, it's a willing vessel that he can share the word. And I'm going to get on out the way, and we want to welcome, welcome none other than Minister Martin Luther King. Welcome, Minister You're King. You're welcome. Hey, <laughs> thank you, thank you. Thank you for uh, thank you for this opportunity, and hello, everyone out there. And uh, everyone that's listening on the radio and on the, and on the phone and the archives, we welcome, we thank you for being here and uh, for giving us the opportunity to share what God put on a heart to you. And we pray that God will will inspire you through this word and that he will give me something to share with you. And that's what I pray for. And uh, what I want to talk about today is uh, is putting your best year forward. And I want to give some, some four things I'm going to try to get to of what I think that well, a way that we could put our best year forward. So, and I wanted to jump in there and start off in uh, start off in Ephesians, and uh, in our attempt to start operate like God wants us to operate, and to be effective with it, we, we there's some guidelines that we got to operate by, and this is something that I feel that God has put on my heart to share. And the first thing is we have to, and is to turn. Toward, turn to God, and and we do this in Ephesians two, 
8 through 10 is, For by grace we've been saved through faith, and not of ourselves. This is a gift. It's, it's not of works, and it's not of works, not of anything that we could have done. Salvation is a reward for the, is not a reward for the good things that we have done. So we have to realize that, and none of us can boast about it. So we are God's masterpiece. He has created us a new in Christ Jesus so we could do the good things he planned for us long ago. And so the key word is he planned for us long ago. So God created us. He saved us for a purpose. And we have to start walking into our purpose. And the only way we can walk into our purpose, we have to, first of all, turn away from our sinful life. Turn away from all the negative things and all the worldly influences and Satan's influences, evil influences. So we have to turn away from those things. And a lot of us think that when we, in order to earn salvation, it's through works. And, and that's not the case here. I say salvation is a gift from God that we receive. So we don't have to earn salvation. And we don't have to try to do right or wait till we get everything together to 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 get uh, productive and, and to, to be saved and, and go into the kingdom of God and, and receive favor. It's through faith that we receive that salvation. So that's the first thing that we have to get straight because you can't receive from God if we don't think we're worthy, if we don't think we're worthy of it. So... So to receive from God, we got to turn from turn from our old lifestyle. And so, and 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 the thing about this is, God made all of us different. He gave all of us a specific task. He gave all of us gifts. He gave he he made all of us different. So we have to find out what God has called us to do. And and that's and that process. We have to be transformed. And Romans 12 and 2 says, Do not copy the behavior and the custom of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good, pleasing, and perfect. So to transform, we got to transform our minds. We got to start bathing our minds to 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 transform them out of the wicked and out of the old way, the old man, the carnal man, the man that's that's living in sin, that's being obedient to Satan. So we have to transform our minds, and that's in Romans twelve and two. We got to leave all those behaviors and customs of the world alone, so and allow God to transform us. So, and the way we be transformed is we got to, in order to be transformed, we have to surrender to God and allow God to use us. That supernatural change, just bathing our minds and, and in the scriptures and the, word, and the word and let God just feed us in his word and, and his scriptures so we know how to do it. So, And it says, the second part of this, it says, you will learn to know God's will for you. You learn to know his will. So in order to, some encouraging, encouraging things that we, we have to think. We have to think, fix our thoughts on what is perfect. And Ephesians 4, 6 through 8, it says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard our hearts and minds as we live in Jesus Christ. And it's, and, it, and now, dear brother and sister, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on that which is true, honorable, and right, and pure, and lovely, and admirable. Think about things that are excellent 
and worthy of praise. So once we turn to our new lifestyle, turn from our old lifestyle of obeying this, uh, listening to Satan and allowing the world to lead us, and then and then we and we enter into that transformation stage, we got to start thinking. So our thought pattern has to change. We can't continue to think like we used to think. The old thoughts, the old things have passed away. So we have to start thinking on things that are true, honorable, right, and pure. So no more, we got to leave all that thinking alone. And this is something that we see a lot of people today that don't think. And uh, a lot of stuff we listen to on the news and a lot of people in the church, it's like they don't think about what they're doing. They don't think about the repercussions of the actions that they just committed. Some of the time we just react. We just react. We just respond just because we, that was the way we used to respond. When somebody cut us off in traffic, we all of, we just automatically go into the ranch in a rampage. We don't think about being having the character of God and and letting the character and, and letting us and since we are representatives of Christ, we don't represent him well when we encounter those brief encounters. So we gotta start to think. We gotta fix our thoughts. Are we th- and so and so we gotta use our minds. So this new year we're gonna to have to start applying something totally different. If we if we then trust and 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 transform our minds last year, this is something we need to do this year. We need to uh, uh, to transform our minds, to think on the things of God, to think like Jesus think. And we need to keep that at the forefront. We don't we don't need to let it slide one bit. We don't need to we don't need to deviate from that plan at all. Because because the days are evil, and because God has a purpose, and back when we talk back in uh, in Ephesians chapter ten, it says we were we were created, we were saved for a purpose. So it's not just the salvation for us to be saved, and so we go to heaven. But we were saved for a purpose, and God created us for a purpose. We have to act out. We got to. Seek God so we can find out what our purpose is, and 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 it says here through us. Then we will learn to know God's will for our lives once we stop the behavior and the, and following the customs of the world. So we got to change, be transformed to the mind of God, to the heart of God, and we got to talk like God talk, so we could get the power, so we can know. Then then that which is perfect and pleasing. So that lifestyle is, is pleasing and perfect, and it's a good life, and that's the life that we need to live, and that's what we should be pressing for. It's pressing for the good life, the pleasing life, that perfect life that that comes through relationship with Jesus Christ. That's what we need to press for. We need to we need to start to thinking about what we're doing, where we're going. What what are our actions lead to? So we have to think, think about it, because once we get to our purpose, people are watching us, and and people need, and we're directing people to their purpose. And the fourth thing is uh, is the time management. We need to manage our time because we all are not. They don't have the same IQ. We're not the same. We, we don't have the same intelligence level, but we all have 24 hours in a day. This, uh, Jesus had the same 24 hours in a day, and he made use of his time. He wasn't. He was never in a rush. So we have to display that same character of Jesus is to is to make the proper use of our time. And we can't go through life rushing and trying to make something and, and trying to 
we, we've got to make perfect use of our time, and that is through the Holy Spirit and allowing our life. We don't waste our words. We don't waste our time doing acts that take us away from Christ or acts that are taking us away from who we say we are. So we have to manage that time. And, and Ephesians 5 and 15 says, So be careful how you live. Don't live like fools. Be like those who are wise. And it says, in 16 it says, Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. Don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. And that's coming from Ephesians 15 through 17. So it said, be careful how you live. So don't waste that time. So that time management is important in the kingdom of God and bringing people and leading people to Christ. And and that shows fruits that we are wise. Be like those who are wise that make the most of every opportunity. So we have to make the most of an opportunity to lead people to Christ, to be that, to be that shining light. We're ambassadors of Christ. So we have to be wise, make the most of it, manage our time, and don't waste too much time. We should always be in an attitude of building ourselves up, reading of scriptures, and serving, practicing on the servanthood, practicing on our servanthood. So all of that is, is these are some of the things that that go on, and that we must apply to our lives to, in order to make it most effective. To to turn from our wicked ways towards Christ. Trusting that, that and through faith, believing that he has forgiven us and not trying to earn it ourselves by trying to do right and not trying to 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 get everything right before we come to God and not trying to get everything right because of we want to be as good as somebody else. We want to be like the T.D. Jakes or the, the, every, the other pastors, and we want to be like the perfect Christians. We don't have to be perfect. God didn't create us perfect. God knows that we're not perfect, and he, he called us for that purpose. It's to, to, to put his word forth. If he's, his name be lifted up, he'll draw all men unto him. So it's, it's just allowed. Be that yielded vessel for God to work through so we can lead more people to Christ, bring more people to Christ, and bring them to the knowledge of Christ, to transform. Don't copy the behaviors and the customers of the world. Be transformed into a new person, changing the way you think. That's an awesome thing, It's a and it's simple, but we make it so hard we make it complicated because we can't forgive ourselves or we allow other people to hold us back. And so we got to push all those aside and stick close to the word. Stick to what God says is, is he forgave us. He casted our sins as far as the east is from the west. So we have to stand on that and we have to believe his word because the world out there need us. They need us. Um, they need all of us because they are they are dying for the truth. And, and we have to operate in our calling to to bring those people to the saving grace of Jesus Christ and to, and to, to free them up from the bondages and the chains that bind them, the strongholds that the devil put on them, to saying you got to be perfect before you come to church, to say that you, you you have to be like this group in order to be anointed. So we have to break all those with the Word. We need to dive into the Word and study the Word to show ourselves approved so we can bring these people out. Bring out and save our brothers, so so the kingdom of God could grow, and it could be stronger, and it become it become a respected 
once again as we go through. So we have to, these are, this is just some of the things, and I know I rushed through it, but we have to turn away and we have to transform our lives. We have to start to thinking. It's, I know it's hard, but we're going to have to start to thinking as Christians. And 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 it's, the sooner we get to know who we are in Christ and operate in our calling, that's practice make perfect. And that's just what we do on our jobs. We practice it over and over for years. So the sooner we come to the knowledge of who we are in Christ, what God called us to be, we need to start operating on it, working it. And and the sooner we know our calling, and the sooner we start operating it, the better we will become over years, over the time. So, And that's what we have to do for God saving us and God giving his only son for us, dying on the cross. He created us for a purpose, and we have to walk out that purpose. So that is uh, what I wanted to share with you, and I'll open it back up to you, Dr. Sunday. Uh, I don't want to go too long, but I want to get get see if anybody wants to, any comments, but that's just what I wanted to share. Yes, amen. That was powerful. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you have any questions or comments, hit uh, star one, and we'll actually, uh, you'll be live as soon as you hit star one. So be mindful, be mindful, be mindful of your background. But Minister King, I wanted to ask this because, you know, there's so much going on in the world. I mean, um, and and sometimes I've heard Christians say, and I want to get your take on this, and, you know, anyone can chime on it. You know, a lot of Christians, especially the young people, they kind of think that they going to miss out on something. <laughs> you know what I mean? They think if they don't do more things that the world do, they think they're going to miss out on something. They think they're not going to be able to have fun. They're not going to be able to take advantage of this opportunity or this opportunity. Speak on that a little bit because I think a lot of people, you know, uh, have the kind of the wrong outlook or perspective, if I could say it that way, uh, they thinking that they that being a Christian is not fun, <laughs> and then the thing about it that we actually have to stay in the house and, and, <laughs> and, and, and not enjoy the pleasures that God has on this earth. Okay, yes, and I I do, uh, and and that was that's the old thing. Everybody thinks being a Christian you will miss out, but this is uh to me, and what I've learned it gets it gets better. And that's a, just the whole plot of the devil, and it's a it's a scare tactic, and it and it just breeds on the fear that you're gonna miss out on something. The same way they do with the car salesman, they say, well, this is the deal we got to get, so it's only gonna be here for a couple uh, couple today, so you got to make your decision today. So it, it does all everything on impulse, pulse, and that's when we have to, and once we our faith starts to be developed. And we we start to grow in in our faith, and we start allowing the Holy Spirit to lead and guide us. We can we'll see that the Christian doesn't miss out on anything. We act. This is a better life. It's it's a good life because it's full of peace. You don't have to worry about looking behind your back and looking over your shoulder uh, if you're doing things God way. And you and you you're not missing out on any fun because. This a this is a this is it takes a lot of courage to be a Christian, to be a true Christian, and to follow the word and follow it like God said. And God's gonna always He's a rewarder of those that diligently seek Him. He's gonna reward you for it. And 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 you you basically for those ones I say you gotta taste and see. They gotta try God, try Him, and see if He let you down because. God has never let me down. I gave up before he, he. I, I would give up before he would give up, and 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 I've, that's what I've seen in my life. But you're not missing anything. You're missing out on a lot when you don't come to Christ, because you you actually taking a better road. You're getting better quality when you you have a better life because. You you see stuff before it happens because the Holy Spirit is going to lead and guide you. The Holy Spirit is steadily 
prompting you. He's steadily bringing stuff into your past to say, watch out for this. When you're in tune with him, the Holy Spirit, is, he's just showing you stuff. And and once you start operating in, 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 in the Holy Spirit operating in your life, that's that's going to be some true amazing power and to see what God can do because God has a lot of things that he hadn't begun to do because we are not trusting him for it. So, and 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 it's basically I think that mostly is a is a fear that they don't because they want to stick to what's tangible, what they see. They don't want and and so there's a lot of they just I think it's a fear that they that's op, they operate in they're being governed by the fear that they're going to miss out on they're going to come up short because they're going into what's unseen versus the seen. And 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 that's what the scriptures say. You can't trust the scene, and and and, and so that's. The, but I just that's the best way I could describe it, and and that's where your faith comes in, and and that's what God is best for, is allowing you to trust Him, and He's not gonna, He's not gonna, He, he that's not faith if you have to see it before you believe it, or if you have to see it before you can trust in it. That's not faith, and that's what the whole basis of what God is governed by is faith, and and that is your best asset. That is your that is his strongest. That's the strongest asset of a Christian is their faith, and because and that's when we say start out early. Because if you start out trusting God on the little things, and like with the kids, and that's when what our parents got. But the parents, we as parents, have to do is start the kids out early, building their faith up. And it's like when they praying, like with my daughter, her first when she was going to, uh, she was in elementary school, and she was like, she said she wanted to be the, I think it was the passing guard or the the, the guard outside the school, and she was like, man, I don't know if I could get it, but I sure want to be it, Dad. And me and her, we got together and we prayed about it, and we we trust it allowed her to trust God on it. And then when she got it, it was like that, that was a way to build her faith. And that's what we as parents got to do is to start building their faith early, so they have that trust and and in it in God. So on the little things, because and we as adults also, if we got to start on the little things before we could handle the big faith uh, challenges, so. And 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 that's the most important thing to do is to teach people early, is to how to trust God and to, and apply your faith to it, and then let it grow, build up, and grow to trust Him on the bigger things. <laughs> yeah, you're right about that. Now you got to trust the process, Amen. And that's it. Now, anything in general in life, we, we got to do that. We, unfortunate, we in the world is a, what you call. I think they said microwave that people want everything microwave. Mm-hmm. I, I think I did a sermon one time, and the analogy I put, you know, when you go to one door, you want you want to order at the at the window. Then you get the one woman you want to pay, and if them people don't have your stuff ready, okay, mm-hmm. we gonna get an attitude at the next one, and that we what we should do. <laughs> what we should be doing it as being patient, cause you know you don't mess with nobody's mess with your, <laughs> with your food. Yeah. But the point I'm saying is we need to be patient. We're not patient a, a lot, and, and believers and non-believers, we we're not patient with things, and we have to be patient. But Minister King, um. Uh, Star one, anyone, if you want to uh, uh, comment or question, you also uh, uh, mentioned so wonderfully uh, how we turn from God. Um, You know, another thing that's a myth, if you want to call it that, or or people don't realize it's not true, a lot of people think when they, to extend that conversation, um, when they come to Christ, that that people think, you know, they start having all these trials and tribulations. They're like, oh, I should have stayed unsaved. <laughs> mm-hmm, I'm talking mm-hmm. about that because I remember as a child uh, that pe- that kind of was around the old people. The older people would say, uh, you know, you're going through so much because you ain't doing right, da, da, da. But that, you know, explain that because a lot of people uh, uh, get confused with that. And they say, well, why are Christian going through so many Trials and tribulations. <laughs> well, okay, and 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 that's and there's two parts, and 
and the the devil the, the God doesn't God does not um and, and when we go through issues and we go through problems and it's God and the devil works but God doesn't tempt us with evil and and but uh, and so the devil anytime he's seeing us going somewhere and it says that the the devil goes around as if he's a roaring lion so he's going to put all those things up as like said the chat that basically to test your faith and to test your belief because if he could get you to forfeit it and the, the only way you could lose your blessings is to forfeit it you you have to deny them because the devil can't take anything away from you and that's where Christ and they didn't take Christ's life he laid it down and 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 there's so basically the only way a believer and a child of God that has his promises cannot get his blessings is because the he forfeit them and now the God does bring some uh does bring some to our hearts calamity and some hardships in our life, but majority of those things come from the devil and 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 because and it's just like when you you go on everything goes haywire one thing after another going on, and it's just stuff that's trying to keep you away from your destiny and the devil put that on you to get you to say, "Listen, like you're trying to get somewhere, and then you, you have it stuck in traffic, and then you 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 make a turn and you have a flat tire, and see, and then then you just get so frustrated you turn around and go home, and that was a that was a, a prop a, a, that was a part when the devil he just wanted to frustrate you to give up because he knew if you got there. You, you was going to get something that was going to take you to a different level, and so and that it's a, it, we have to trust the good and bad, and, and I think it was Apostle Paul said, I, "I'm I'm content, empty, hungry, or full. I uh, be content, and he trusts God that God is working that for his good. So if it's the sickness." And we have to trust that God is working for our, working it for our good, and and we have to make sure that we not do we doing everything on our part as trusting God, and and like so we have to so that's the reason why we have to study these scriptures to find out when God is operating and when God is not operating, and so God is always about love. He always going to be peaceful, and. And that God is never going to bring a, a a horrible. He's not. God doesn't bring horror to you. Now that comes from the devil. And so, I'm, I could say is, I'm trying to think of the scripture it is, but but I think it comes in. I think it's somewhere in James. But I got to look it up. But but God tempts. God is if He tempts us. It's going to be working towards our good, and develop. It's going to be more towards developing us. And if he holds us some back from him, it's basically teaching us something and, and trying to develop our faith for that next level. But the devil is just going to do it to try to get you to stop. He wants to, the devil wants to discourage you, so you just say, "Playing, throw up your hands and give up and curse God." Well, well, God didn't do it, and and that's where the devil's going to always try to imitate. The works of God, and He can always try to do stuff. But uh, I was wanted to try to find that scripture, but but that's the best I could do it as of now. But it's all. Uh, but God is all. Uh, but God is always going to be. All His acts are going to be concerned with love and development, and 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 it's going to be part of building our character up. When and and and. And we, but we we can't question God because God is all knowing. So that's nothing. We we have to just He is there. He is there. All He's the Potter. So He He forms us. He's our master. So we have to trust Him. That trust that He's working out the things for our good, and trust that He will reveal a way for us to escape when the devil plots something against us. So we have to we have to just steadily just trust God. And, and stay close to our scriptures to know and identify when God is talking to us in certain areas. So we have to 
And that's the whole thing is to stay in tune with God, the all-knowing God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right about that. I mean, and and ladies and gentlemen, the devil get very clever. And a lot of, we got the, um, and Minister King talked about it so wonderfully, we got to turn and we got to have that right, uh, that thinking. You said you resonated that throughout your, your conversation because we a lot of times we got the wrong, we have the wrong perspective of a thing. So we got to actually make sure that we actually have the right perspective. And what I had to learn, I'll be transparent a little bit, I really had to learn to, I don't know if the right word is itself, but that's the one that comes to me now, um, is where people where people are. You have to love them for where they are. Um, mm-hmm. You can't always you can't um, impose what you think they should be doing. That you know that that's what they say yeah. on somebody else. You got to accept them who they are, love them where they are. Uh, and, and realize you need to get out the picture a lot of times and just pray, and God will take care. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, Amen. And that's when somebody Amen. do you wrong. That's when somebody uh, actually uh, that you kind of grieve, if you will, about their actions, their thoughts, the things that they do don't line up with what they, you know, what they portray in different situations. You have to accept people where they are. But what I always do, I put a little uh, pin there, and I always look at the man in the mirror. Y'all hear me always talking about Michael Jackson's song. That song, if you really listen to them words, it's very powerful. We have to always look at the man in the mirror. My grandmother used to say, when you point at somebody else, look at your hand. All the other fingers and your thumb is pointing back at you. (laughs) Exactly. Amen, amen. And that's the thing, and that's why we all... We we have to just trust God, and 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 that's when we just pray. And it said that earlier is just like, don't worry. And that's what it said in the Philippians four six. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you mm. need and thank Him for all He has done. So and and that's the stance we will do. Everything take it to the Lord in prayer. We always pray. And like as Lord, we mm-hmm. see somebody doing. We praying for them. We praying for them to mm-hmm. God show them their uh, their ways, or or Lord reveal to me what what I missed. So, and that's when we always go to the Lord in prayer and and put Him as the higher authority. It's like, well, Lord, show me because we could be missing something. So His ways are always higher than our ways, and so we have to. We just mm-hmm. pray. And, and we just pray that God is gonna make the make it make the make everything right, and He's gonna reveal to us if we're wrong, and to them if they're wrong. So we just pray that He would be the one that reveals to them because He is the one that has all the authority anyway, and He's the only judge, also. So we have to just stay away from the judgment part of people, and just say, Lord, fix me. Keep me right. Keep me in your perfect will. Keep my my ways right according to you. Keep me on the path that you want me to. And and I think that's what we have to do is to make sure we we do that. And 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 that's something I got to start doing more. And and even it's just it's just to pray, just to continue to pray. When I read that, it says, "Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything." I'm gonna I'm gonna start praying about everything. I'm gonna just pray and just turn it over to God mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. let Him handle it because He can do it better than I can. So I'm like mm-hmm. I'm gonna just let That's Him it. handle. You right about that. <laughs> so yeah, you know, my grandmother used to say I'm laughing because my grandmother used to say uh, let God handle it because if you try to mess with it, you gonna have to pay for it and sometimes that may be your life that may be in, in jail or something like that. But God does mm-hmm. it so strategically that you're not even named in the situation. Hallelujah. <laughs> and, and that's the and you know all that stuff we see all those said all the stuff that older people would talk about and they would say we thought they would just had a nice little saying, but that that was real. And we didn't connect with it because we we like well, we supposed to be smart, and I guess the kids of the day think they're smarter than us. So and and we all old timey to them. So and, and so that's we got to get back to those those things when they say that, and it says 
take it to the Lord in prayer. That's just what we do. Everything we take it to the Lord in prayer, and and we we use mm-hmm. that as guidance also. And and we don't we don't have we don't forget about all the things that He tell us to do and all the guidelines that we have when we take it to the Lord in prayer. But we take give it to God and let Him handle it. And and we just stay out of it because, like you say, we try to get involved in it, and we make a bigger mess. And it's, and and mm-hmm. then we and sometimes we actually think that we helping God out. Well, God, I'm gonna, I'm, I know you are, I know you God and all, but I'm gonna help you out today because, and I'm gonna go ahead and 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 throw my little two cents in it. That's going and, and we actually get ourselves in worse trouble than we than we were in before because we <laughs> we try to help God out. And that's what a lot of people try to help God out. I'm going to help God out. I, this is so easy. I can handle this, God. I don't even need you no more. I don't need you this, God. You just sit down there, God. So we try to put God to the side, and we try to handle it. We try to tell him off what what we think about the situation. And we're going to have to just let God be God. And, 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 and my thing is, like, when I see a lot of stuff, I was like, I got so many things that I got to get right and and so many things that I gotta make adjustments on. So I'm gonna just go back to Martin, fixing Martin and keeping Martin right. I'm gonna leave the other people alone, and that's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> no, you right, my dad. Amen. We have uh, a caller. Your last four is five one nine three. You're live. Oh, good evening, Minister King. How you doing? Good evening. How you doing? Doing great. Awesome. Yeah. Good. This is John Schamberger. Uh, I have a question, and yes, um, and I put it to most of the pastors, even to my own. And uh, mm-hmm. the question I have, we just came out of December. We're supposed to be uh, the birth of Jesus. And the Bible says that there were shepherds attending their flocks. But I look it up, and one thing uh, I listened to you, what you were saying, the old ways. You know, how our parents, you know, I'm breaking down how our parents been taught. But when I look that up, in the month of December in Jerusalem, Bethlehem, is their winter. And also a rainy season, and it also is cold there, all the way up to April or May. Mm-hmm. And when I looked up, I looked up uh, what was the weather condition back then, 2,000 years ago. Then I also looked up, okay, when was Jesus born? And both of them gave the same information that he couldn't have been born in the month of December because it's winter time, it's cold, and there's no shepherds attending their flock, as the Bible says. So I asked my pastor that sat down with him, and you know he was kind of stunned. And I explained exactly my views why I came up with that because the Bible says we are destroyed because of lack of knowledge. And I said um, for generations that had been taught to us that his birthday is December 25th where it couldn't be because it's their winter time back then 2,000 years ago. So I want to put that question to you just like I have done to other ministers and pastors because, you know, a lot of them have been taught uh, from generation and got licensed through those who didn't look like us, but they taught us exactly, you know, um, the Bible. So I'll, I'll put that question to you. Why don't the pastors start researching and find out that in the month of December in Jerusalem, Bethlehem, 2,000 years ago, was their winter and there was no shepherds attended their flocks? Oh, okay. Oh, well, um, well, that's a, well, that's a, well, we don't, I don't, that's a, I don't know, I haven't researched that part about it, but I, I you, we don't even, a lot of people don't even know if the calendar is correct, so is, we don't even know who, because man did it, and that's the exactly. stuff that we have to get away from. Is we got to leave man alone, and that's when why the Holy Spirit is so important, because the Holy Spirit is going to fill in a lot of area, great areas that are out there, because that's more than one that's out there. But that's when we trust in God that He's all knowing, and we can't question Him yet. And we can't once we see Him, we'll be able to ask some more questions. Like, well, God tell us the truth, what it was, because because man and, and man is proving every day that they make mistakes. 
so and then so so and this all by man being involved in it, you know there's going to be some mistakes in it, but that doesn't say that God is not real and God is not controlling everything. So that doesn't say that he wasn't born, but we don't know when he was born because that okay. back in those days, everything came back from reports. So by just to get a message across, it you had to travel, and sometimes it took months to get a message across, across for just to get the message, to get the word, because everybody traveled and on a journey. So so you got so many factors and so many things play into that. Because that could be when they got the word that Jesus was born. It was on the December 24th, and they celebrated that day because that's when the word reached them. Mm-hmm. So I, we can't we can't go. We we have to allow that Holy Spirit to 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 teach us and to, to push us through because because once the, the Holy Spirit is the, is the thing that's gonna that's what's with us now. He's with us, and that's what He sent back to be with us. It's the Holy Spirit, and we got to pull off of that. And we got to, you got to talk to, we got to allow that Holy Spirit to lead us on those things. But uh, I can't tell you why, whatever. But and then you got other people interpreting the scripture. When when every scripture was interpreted, you don't know if they were captured or not. So because when every when somebody was conquered, they would take the wise men. And get them to interpret the scripture. So we we just that's a lot of things that a lot of questions need to be asked. But it can't not cause us not to trust God because we find one little discrepancy, and we cannot just just say that God is not real and that Jesus wasn't born. We just don't know when he was born. So exactly. that's just that's like that's, exactly that's the point so, I try to um, try to make because they said that's their winter season. So it's cold out there. So December couldn't have been exactly when he was born. But we worship him on that day. But then again, you see, even to this day, Santa Claus kicked Jesus to the curb on that Boom. day. So, that's man. You know, uh, <laughs> man. Right, it, it, oh, exactly. Okay. So, but and that's when we can't. Li- and it says some part of the scripture said we can't allow those the the little discrepancies that take us away from the true picture of the good news of Jesus Christ coming and, and dying for our sins. We can't let anything distract that. And we can't anything take precedence over it. Even the Sabbath, when we think the Sabbath is, none of that. The moon of what we should eat and all that stuff, none of that should take should uh, uh, override the, the the purpose of what Jesus came for and why God sent him into our lives. So and and we have a lot of questions, but it, man's involved in it. Man's and you and and we we supposed to knowledge supposed to be better today than it was back then. But look at the look at the stuff that's going on now. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. So, so you know, I just had to put that out there because you know I asked a lot of them, and they was just as you know um, they didn't research, but it all contends on the weather condition back two thousand years ago, and it's still a rainy season. Uh, Today, back then, in the cold, that they winter, even to this day in 2018. So I, you know, I had to, you know, just ask that question because there's a lot of things that we was taught, but then again, it just didn't pan out to me because I do a lot of research, you know, because a man told me, he said, don't listen to what you hear. And back generation to generation, wherever the pastor said over there, the pulpit, we believed it, mm-hmm. we didn't question it, we didn't mm-hmm. go home and research it, we took for granted what it was because he was, you know, high standard, how we looked at him, he was licensed. But then again, well, when you start you know, looking at something that was, you know, wasn't right, it's just, you know, you get all kinds of other answers that just didn't make sense. Well, that's a good point you brought up, but they took it, the pastor for his word, and even the pastor said, Follow me as I follow Christ, and so this is that's what we have to do. Follow them as they follow Christ. When they leave Christ, we have to we have to pump the brakes, and we have to. That's the reason why we have to study to show ourselves approved, and then rightly divide the truth. And that's and that we can't just take the word and and you just think about it. Who 
uh, who prosecuted Jesus? Who who? That was the religious folks did it, right? Oh yes, they did back then. In <laughs> so those, days, those were the religious. Exactly. They couldn't. They didn't believe it, that Messiah was right there in front of them, and they didn't believe it. So that was the religious people, and they they did all kinds of deceitful stuff to try to even prove their case by lying and cheating and doing everything. What they say, they wanted Barabbas, right? Mm-hmm. So exactly. that, that's that's man's course, and that's what God is trying to teach us is to leave is to stay away from man and to trust Him. That's what we got to trust God. We got to trust Him, trust His word, because man's gonna always have a scheme to and see. Man, and not all people are yielded to scriptures or yielded to God. That's some men that want to be gods, and that that's some that's some false teachers out there. So that so all that stuff has to be addressed. We can't take the blind eye to it. We I'm talking about we got to start talking about the false teachers and how to identify them. And and mm-hmm. so we got to do all that. So that's the part of the, of rightly dividing the truth, and that's part that we as Christians. But that's what God commands us to do: is to beware and watch out for all of this mm-hmm. stuff. So, so this that's we don't get a break because well, I, I'm at Mount Piney Grove for, and my family been there, so I'm I'm already in. So, as some people would say, well, we got this. I'm 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 cool. We straight. Y'all go save somebody else. So we can't do that, and that's not the way the kingdom of God operates. And we got to get to the real way. We got to start operating the way God and 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 following the God of the Bible. A lot of the people got the God of them going on, but we got to follow the God of the Bible. First Kings and First and Second Kings talked about the rise and the fall of of, of all those mm-hmm. kingdoms. All those kings rise and fall because they didn't honor God. They left God, and they was worshiping. They put other gods before them. So and that's where we got to. That's the real stuff we got to get to, and that's what it talks about. Some people own the milk, and then you go to the meat of the word. So we got we got a long way. We got to go to the meat of the word because we have a long way to go. We got to get to the meat Amen. of the word. Amen. We root. Yeah, we got to go Amen. to the meat and why God did it because God favored who God favored King He. He he favored King Nebuchadnezzar. He favored uh, Solomon. All the, he favored them all. So so when we start to try to pick and choose what God's going to do and try to make God, we like you say, the Burger King mentality, have it our way. Of what, this is what I, we want our God to be. Our God like this type of people, this type of people, that. No, we can't do that. We can't pick and choose. We gotta follow the Bible, and that's our guidelines. So they didn't even have the Bible; they had the word. They just they were had the uh, the they didn't even have the Bible that we have, and and they operated a little bit better than we did. Mm-hmm. So and that we that'll be my next question on your next on the next show that I will ask you. Um, following King James because he didn't write the Bible; it was nine other people that wrote it, and it took them nine years. But because he was um, he was commissioned by England to do it, it took about uh, I think eight or nine years to write the Bible. And because he was the king of England, England they say I mean they named it the King James version. But as growing up, they said God commissioned King James to write the Bible. If you research that, that wasn't even true because he just well, oversaw it. He did not write it. Wasn't he? And I, I'm just I, mean, I ain't did much. But wasn't he inspired? By the mm-hmm. once he inspired by just by the conviction and by by the the movement of the of the scriptures that he he wanted to write some so put it together so people could believe it and people could follow right. it better he, right. he 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 was he was actually and that's what I'm saying if they're forced I'm talking about and that's what one time it was uh, they was with disciples and it says and they said well these people are not the chosen ones. And they're not the chosen one, so they can't be speaking up for you, Jesus, and something like that. And he said, if they're speaking, if they are speaking for us, if they're not a, for, if they're for us, if they're, they're not against us, they are for us. And so, and mm-hmm. we have to. That's just like what King James did. He did good to put all this together for us, so that we could get a little bit closer to all the acts and how they put the books together. 
So well, it, I have it, to disagree with that, uh, uh, Minister King. You know, no disrespect, but my research that I pulled up from the uh, research that he was commissioned by England to make the Bible, uh, to interpret the Bible to make it more easier for, if you write about you, it's easier for us to read, but he put together, um, he was commissioned by England, but he put together uh, nine uh, bishops and stuff like that to Rewrite to write it, and he just oversee it. He didn't okay. actually write it. Uh, right. Write it. Oh, no. He was yeah. He, he, he was, was he was yeah. He, yeah, he oversaw. Yeah, he was commissioned. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right. Commissioned. Right. Okay. He wasn't right. He was trying to commissioned. Right. He didn't do any of the writing. Yeah. He uh, I'm sure it's good right. because the kings they had everybody do everything but, for him. Exactly. Yeah, he but came into power when his cousin Queen Elizabeth died. So, you know, I say that for another time because, you know, time is getting short. Yeah. But, you know, I love discussion that, you know, I like that because knowledge is power. And one thing we as a people never did research, you know, certain things that, you know, was taught to us. We took, took things for granted. And, of course, God is all knowing all power. But when, you know, back then in those days, well, in the 1600s, we had to look at exactly where were we at. You know when all this was taking place, right? right so you know right, that's why right. I asked the questions and go, where were we at? Yeah, great questions. Great questions. Okay, I, I awesome. I just want to awesome. chime in a little bit because, um, and 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 this question we may have to develop a more uh, extended conversation um, piece because uh, everyone on this call may be at a different level, and we don't want you to think that. You never thought about thinking about this way, so uh, we, we may have to uh, uh, have another uh, discussion uh, in, in a future date. But I have done—I have taken a class, and I've done the research on Christmas. This, and I'll be transparent. This Christmas was very hard for me because since I've taken the class, I think all of us know that uh, throughout our teaching, a lot of churches now are teaching that we know Christ was not, Jesus Christ was not born on Christmas. And like Minister King said so wonderfully, I had to come to me, just me personally, to, to in my state, and not, you know, I'm not putting, you know, in my opinion, I had to put it on me to realize that I had to accept it for myself that I know he wasn't born on that day, but that's what I'm going to celebrate because that's what the world has done. So I can celebrate it every day, and that's what we should do, celebrate his birth every day, celebrate his, his resurrection every day, not a particular day that the world has picked out. So I think that's what we kind of get misconstrued. Okay, it's on the calendar, but what you do and what you do and what you teach other people that you have influence with, you actually need to do that. Because through the research and honestly, Mr. John Schamberger, if you really dive deep, uh, most other books are saying September is actually the actual month. But the thing about it is, mm -hmm. you know, we're not here to pass a judgment on people that do do that on Christmas. The thing about it is, watch it when you go out in the marketplace. Not to get it off the focus of God. That's the key we need to make sure we do. And anything you do and say, make sure you keep God first. That's important. Amen. And no matter what trans the transversion the the translations, excuse me, that we read, no matter if it's King James, uh, Dave Ramsey has this uh, 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 Bible. Uh, uh, T.D. Jakes has one. So many other people. But the goal is, and this is this is my spirit. They, they want us, and they just going from what their experience are and the people that they've been around that we actually come closer to Christ. Because this world, as we know, has, is, has been deceived on every hand. Amen? Amen. Amen. I think Minister King uh, kind of dropped off there. But we thank you so much, um, Mr. Schamberger, for your questions. But, uh, yeah, knowledge is power. But I think we don't want to get too far to the left that we don't believe in the Holy Spirit, that he's going to direct us and guide us, even from what you eat. Because some people say they don't eat pork. Well, I'm not going to judge you because you don't eat pork. What I'm going to do in my house is what I'm going to do is seek first the kingdom of God. And if God wants me to eat pork, I'm going to eat pork. If I want to, you know, he does give you that one thing that humans have 
<laughs> that the birds don't have in the in the animals. They have basic instinct, but we actually have the right to make a choice. So just always keep that in mind. But we thank you so much for chiming in, Mr. Schamberger. We thank you for your support. Amen. Amen. But ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to continue on. I think we had a disconnection there with Minister King. He did an awesome, awesome, amazing job this evening. But I want you, what I want you to realize, though, but God sent his only begotten son, Jesus, you know, over 2,000 years ago. The key with that, we know he sent him. Amen? The thing is we got to remember that he is our Savior. And we actually need to be a willing vessel that he can do what he wants to do, not what we want to do. It's not our will, it's his will. And you would know that by the quickening in your spirit. And if anyone on here don't know God, haven't been saved, you can hit Psalm 1. Or you can actually inbox us or call directly at 786-565-8199. And we, Mr. Minister Keen, will individually minister to you on that level because the the world you think the world may be rough right now it's going to turn up a little bit more amen amen yeah it is so you you got to not be in fear because we got to trust god and lean not to our own understanding and and, and all thy ways so guess what he's going to acknowledge him and he's going to direct your path and if anybody has any other comments you can chime in uh it's star one star one i was waiting a little bit i think Minister King, um, you know how those phones are. They'll work sometimes. Sometimes they don't work. Amen. <laughs> but anyway, uh, if you have any private prayer requests, you can inbox us on Facebook, Renee Sunday, and i get them to Minister King, and we'll be partnering in on prayer with that. And then uh, we we do have our website, www.renesunday.com. I just love you guys. Okay, Minister King. Told me he wait a minute. Let me try get him in here. He's on. Okay, Minister King. Yes, I'm back. I'm okay, back. sorry about that. But <laughs> oh, so we want to oh, hear yeah. any other comments you have, and then please, please, you can uh, tell us how we can contact you, and also you can let us know how uh, you can uh, uh, pray us out. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, uh, my phone just died. The other phone died, so I had to call back in. But yeah, it's all and 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 that's it. Like you said before, that's the main thing is to, to gain a relationship with Christ and bring people closer to Christ. Because we have a long ways to go as far as bringing the people and bringing people to freedom and and the releasing bondages, strongholds that the devil has for us and. Even though we talk about the birth of Jesus, but we have some more important issues is to basically to get people out of the hands of the devil because they are the devil is has got them and and we have to work towards that first and then we go for the other stuff but uh reach me at uh, martin one king martin one four at gmail dot com if you want to uh if you want to email me. Um, and uh, and we, and I want to say a uh, happy birthday to Martin Luther King Jr. That's coming up on Monday, uh, but and we'll get out of here. And uh, I would just want to pray, and and I'm gonna just pray us out. Uh, but we just keep in mind that we have to turn from Christ, and we have to transform our lives. And and then after we do that transforming, we we have to think, and we'll, and once we start thinking, we have to manage our time the best decide and best uh, to do to be the most productive for Jesus Christ. So what we'll do is, Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that you've given us this opportunity to, to share your word. We thank you for the brother's comments, and we pray that, that the Holy Spirit will lead and guide him to to the true answer of what his question was and where, where he needs to be. Lord, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for all that you're doing and all that you've done and all that you will do. In, in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Woo, amen, amen. Thank you, Minister King. You know, we'll be here every Tuesday, and if you actually want to be a screw, you want to share the goodness of God, you want to share your message to the world, let us know. We have a couple of spots coming up. 
some minister kings going to be here every month. As, as to, hey, as the old people say, since, since we were talking about old, what old people say, until God actually says him this assignment is over. <laughs> That's how you do stuff. That's how Christians do, and we still going to be good friends. Amen. I love his family. They support me in the things that I do, and, and I get emotional by it because they their kids are so manable. I'm like, hallelujah. I love them. I love them. And his darling wife, I just love him. And, and, and mother-in-law, I just love him. And I just thank you for being a willing vessel to share God's news uh, with the people. And, and, and ladies and gentlemen, we do have a radio and TV show and a magazine called Good Deeds. If you want to chime in and get some information about that and also the publishing company and also our nonprofit organization, the website is www.reneesunday.com. And thank you for being here. And we're going to see you guys next time. Have a great evening. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of the Sunday Soul Service. Brought to you by me, Dr. Renee Sunday, the platform builder. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for an uplifting Power Pack Hour designed to help you believe, trust, and walk it out. And always remember, I love you, but God loves you best.